Greetings, friends. It's true that many are called, but few are chosen to gather in the upper room. So welcome to I Think Speech. I am Hazel Archer Ginsburg. And I don't know about you, but I am still in the glow of the threefold festival of Easter, Ascension, and Whitsun. We had a wonderful festival yesterday, a pageant with many friends from around the world, where we brought this energy of the Holy Grail, the, the cauldron of Caridwin, the goblet of Sophia, together with this idea of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So I'm still living in that energy. And of course, when we're living in with, with a certain vibration, it attracts many things to us of that same vibration. So I saw a friend of mine posted something from Emil Bach that speaks directly to this connection. Emil Bach was a, a community, Christian community priest, and this is a, a wonderful quote from him. The act of faith is the inner grail process. When the sacred chalice, the heart, is lifted up in the castle of the grail, the skull, and begins to glow, then the words, quote, faith lives, the dove hovers, resounds. I, I just love that. I can really feel that, that resonation, this connection of the, the sacred chalice of the heart and the castle of the grail and the skull and how they begin to glow when we bring these things together. And this is the act of faith. And then he says, in the supersensible realms, faith lives, the dove hovers. This starts to resound when, when we practice the act of faith. And so then the, the quote continues. The dove of the spirit descends upon the human heart aglow in faith. And the heart's grail sends healing, nourishing, enlightening effects into one's own being and into the human and natural environs. That's a good word, environs. Yeah, can you just see it like it, like a beautiful bubble of light filling the cauldron of the self and then spilling out into the environment for all to receive? And then the, the quote continues As long as only the brain thinks, the region of lifeless, of death, spreads evermore. When the spirit moves through the grail's fire into human thinking, the Easter ascension and Whitson garden of a new living culture begins to bud and blossom. Thank you, Emil Bach. Dedicating these thoughts and these words today to our dear Johanna Rodi who crossed the threshold 
on Pentecost evening. So last night. So she's been reborn in the spiritual world and is beginning her quest, her journey there. So we bring her into these thoughts today. And this morning, when I went out into the backyard, I saw, yes, it's true, Whitson is, it's called the Festival of Flowers, and it's true. Yeah, we could see among the buds opening under the increase, increasing power of the sun, under the etheric and, and astral influences that are all astir, the winds of change during the spring. And the, the heart of the human being, as it opens to warmth and light. Yeah, we are like a flower too, aren't we? When we can align ourselves to the sun, which permeates the earth, which permeates our inner selves. And what pours down from the sun, giving the flower, the flowers really our, our image in reverse, isn't it? So this sun force is pouring the potency that we need, that, that the etheric realm needs, that this is the realm of the plants. And, and this is like the tongues of fire descending upon the heads of the apostles for us humans. And I always think about, uh, you know, my husband, has a Jewish heritage. So I've, I've been working in, in all the worlds. I, I like to celebrate all the different festivals, right? And see the different connections between the traditions. And um, at the new moon time, we were celebrating the festival of Shavuot. And I told the story of Ruth. So there's a connection here with this, this spring holiday, celebrating the grain harvest and the, the ripening of the first fruits as well as the giving of the Torah. So that's the, the, the Jewish rendering of, of this festival. And the Greek rendering is Pentecost, right? They really look at this idea of the 50 days. And it's also uh, called, I, I never knew until I started working with anthroposophy, this, this term Whitson which is named after the white robes worn by those baptized by fire. Because this time of year, the, the esoteric Christians would, would have initiation rites at this time, this idea of baptism by fire. And to, to emulate this in Italy, it's, it's customary to scatter rose petals from the ceiling to recall the miracle of the fiery tongues resting on the heads of the prophets. In France, they, they blow trumpets to suggest the mighty, the sound of that, the mighty wind which accompanied the descent of the Holy Spirit. And in Russia, the congregation carries flowers, of course, and sheaves of barley, connection there with, the, with Shavuot. And another interesting thing, in Eastern Europe, it's called the Festival of the Trinity. So we see now that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all together. This threefold festival of Easter has reached completion. And the mysteries of the Trinity 
can live among humanity. Rudolf Steiner calls it the festival of united soul endeavor. It's really very much a social community festival. Steiner talked a lot about Whitson. I could give hours and hours of podcasts about many of his indications. He spoke about spiritual science as a Whitson gift. So we can really see that, you know, Whitson is a festival of the first fruits of the spirit. And it's a festival that today is, is not bestowed on us by nature. It's, it, it really has to be called forth. This is the difference between the, uh, the mass, the celebration of the, the mass and you know, the idea of bringing the spirit down. We have to call it in. We have to rise up in our thinking to meet that spirit. This is our work in the consciousness soul age. Some say it's a festival of the future because we, we do. We have to grow ripe to withstand the surging of the spirit. It is a path of initiation. It is some, a process. And because festival, Whitson is a festival of our true higher self, which, as a mailbox suggests, it, it, it's, it only hovers above us like a dove. We have, to, we have to bring it in. So at the same time, it, yeah, it is a community festival. It, it, it arises from the harmonizing of our higher selves, which are one in the spirit. We talked at our, uh, on our Zoom call very much about this idea of meeting the other, taking interest in the other, asking the questions that can bring healing to each other, that this, the Holy Spirit lives in our conversations between each other. There, there's so many different names for, for this, this healing spirit, right? the, the, the cosmic spirit of all pervading love. That's, that's my favorite. Right? This spirit of wisdom, this connection with the Sophia. And also the comforter, the comforter, the counselor, the paraclete, of course, the Sophia, and this idea of the spirit of truth. We could use the spirit of truth right now. We have to call in the spirit of truth right now to dissipate all the confusion, all the lies, all the half-truths. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Christ fulfilled his deed on Golgotha for all humankind. And to each human individual, in order that we may be able to understand this deed, Christ sends the healing spirit, fulfilling his promise that each person can now have access to the effects of the deed, which was accomplished for all. So like the apostles, what are we gonna do with these gifts? How are we going to bring them out into the world? So my question for you today, dear friends, 
Blessings.